0: So without further ado, sit back, relax and enjoy today's guest. Success is a process, not an event. Good morning, welcome to the Fire in the Belly podcast. Uh, my host uh, here is Pete Launton and today we have Alan Wallace. Um, Alan, if you'd like to say hello and introduce yourself.
1: Hello Pete, how are you? Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Great to have you. It's an
0: absolute pleasure. So tell me, uh, what is it you do and um, where are you from?
1: I'm from Ballymena, so I'm about 40 minutes away from Belfast and I've been living in Belfast the last five years and um, in that time I've set my own marketing company in Belfast. Excellent. And is
0: marketing in your background? Is that what you've always done there?
1: Do you know what? I've always... One of my skills is talking and anything involving talking or selling um, has always interested me and then I, I went and did a communication with advertising degree and um just hooked on it. Mhm. Hooked and promoting something. That I, I like finding something I can be passionate about, focused on and then
0: get results from it. To put this into context, obviously we we've sort of done a bit of work together as well now and, and really that's something I've seen in you is, is that sort of passion fire in your belly type thing that and and hence why this and I'm, I'm delighted to have you on here today. Um you know the, the name of the podcast is Fire in the Valley, and, and when I say that, I mean—is that something you've heard before? Is that something you recognise? Or
1: do you know what? It's, it's it's not a term that I'm very familiar with, Fire in the Valley. But um, when you've explained it to me, it's, I totally get it. Yeah, totally get it. I've I I can relate to it as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And if I said, I mean, is there any instance or, or any way you would, you know, to see that something that you would be passionate about? I mean, is that something? Yes.
1: So many things, to be honest. I am. This might sound a bit strange, but I'm really passionate just about living, living life, and being in the moment. Okay. That's my major passion, because um, you know I've I've been interested in personal development for years and reading books, and um, I find a lot of my life growing up that I was always felt if I was reading a book or listening to a podcast, mm-hmm. um, they always needed something more. I listened to a podcast and they've recommended something else or read a book and they're recommending something else and I always felt that, do you know what, I'll be feeling good about myself whenever I've done these things. I always liked adding things I needed to do in my life and uh, I just came to a point, I don't know, I had a a moment where I thought, do you know what, I'm going to enjoy now. I'm going to be passionate about now and um has that
0: always been with you sorry is that you saying that just
1: hasn't hasn't no it? hasn't yeah I, I don't i don't know what happened I basically I, I basically had a shift inside okay. where i was like do you know what um no more stuff no mm. more you'll be happy when you go to this event or you read this book or you listen to a podcast you've only got today Al. and uh today if i don't impact people if i don't inspire people today i don't have tomorrow Sure. So my, my kind of far in my belly is, you've only got today, on what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Who are you going to help today? Who are you going to motivate? Who are you going to inspire? Or who are you going to add real value to that um, you know, you'll know make their life easier or better? Sure. And um, when it comes to like goals and dreams and all everything like that, my, my real fire is, do you know what? I want people to feel that I deliver them real value.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. You
1: know, I want people to say, he gave me a great experience. That's yeah. my passion. Give okay. people a a smooth experience in any transaction. You know, in life or in business, that uh, you know, of just, just impact them.
0: Mhm. That's 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 quite strong. I mean, to, to not not to put words in your mouth, but you're saying almost your passion is, is to give to to, yeah. to to serve.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
0: And as. You Know and I'm, I'm pre this sort of when, when was this, if you don't mind me asking, this sort of change that came in? You do you know, the, or the last I think more so the last couple of
1: years? Okay, because before that,
0: can I ask what age you are, if you don't mind? Just for
1: guess what age I am for people who can't see me, so you can guess uh, and then I'll tell you.
0: Uh, I'm gonna put you in early 30s, much 35 35, oh, there you go, mm-hmm. That's not so bad. yeah,
1: okay, so yeah, so um. Only a couple of years ago. Yeah. A couple of years ago, and um, I just thought, you know what, I want to get today.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's been a real, a real driver of mine.
0: Mm -hmm. Mhm. When you say so, uh, I mean, have have you had anyone in your life in terms of that, or you know, know, that passion and that drive? Have a what? Sorry. Have you had anyone in your life that you would sort of that would inspire you in that sort of way? Yes.
1: Do you know what? I can go back to. When I was 15 years old, okay, and um, I was at this here youth camp trip away, and it was like a climbing mountains and doing all this here stuff, like group activities. And this man, Derek McCracken, he said to me, like I went in a few different activities. This, was, it was like a church group. Like he did these trips, He's, and he was um, he went into companies and like, kind of turned him around, like an intern manager type person. And he said to me. Um, Alan, you're a leader. And I didn't even know what a leader was. and probably didn't for years later, do you know what I mean? And he Mm -hmm. said, you're a leader. And I was like, I didn't know what it was, but I knew it made me feel good, you know? And um, another thing he said to me was, he said, see that door? He said, if you aim for the top of it in life and miss, you might hit the door handle. So Mm -hmm. aim for the ceiling and -hmm. you might hit the top of the door. Mm -hmm. Now them things, now he said that to me, what, 20 years ago? And it still stick with me. And do you know what? He said a few... There are two real things that stuck out with me, but he maybe said inspiring things to me, you know. And, I mean, I, I haven't seen him in a good few years, do you know what I mean? But, I mean, he said a few things that impacted my whole life, and I thought, what he's done to me, I want to do to someone else. Sure. I can speak highly, more highly of that man, you know what I mean? He's just mm. powerful, but I thought... Do you know what? A few words actually can stick with someone and stay with them. So now I felt in life I'm a leader because he told me so. And that's mm-hmm. the only reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, and what I thought, I thought he's seen something in me mm. that maybe I can't see, but I believe his opinion of me more than do my own. Do you know what I mean? Because he was older and I respect him and married him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, and... Then what I started doing was I found out what books he was reading and uh, he was reading the leadership. And then I started wanting to read, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, <laughs> it was mm-hmm. strange. I started, I started modelling some of his behaviour. off. At 15? At, no, at 15, no. no
0: 15, years no. later.
1: Okay. Years later. Um, no, I, I did, probably didn't start reading books until I was 19. Okay. So, yeah.
0: So, what, what did you do? What did you want to
1: be when you went through school? Did you, See, to be honest, yeah, at school... I, I was just like at days, you know. I mean, I, I went to um, I went to it was called Bali High School, quite a rough school in Ballymena. Okay. and um, I would say most of my class, their ambition was they wanted to go to the army, which is fine. I was just the kind of culture. I, I wanted to go to the army, and it, we played football at, at lunchtime. And academically, we were not tuned in at all. You know, what I mean, I, I was just feeling feeling everything. I mean, yeah. It was nearly a laugh, um, and um, it was. Yes, yeah, so I, I thought maybe that's something that I'll do as well. But my problem was back then, I, I was scared of heights. So I was like, how am I going to do this army thing? <laughs> All these boys are going to the army. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm saying I'm going to the army. But I'm like, I'm too scared to go the army, you know? So um, literally, I didn't I didn't have ambition or drive. I kind of nearly felt, I was just sailing along. Do you know what I mean? Um, so... I, Back then I had the ability to go on with people, mm-hmm. communicate with people and you know, I thought, you know what, I'll be fine, I'll get something. Yeah. So I wasn't really worried. Um but I didn't I didn't um I didn't have a big dream for my life or anything like that.
0: Mm. Um Do you recognise yourself back then? I mean you're you're thirty five now, nineteen, you know, and the expression sailing along. It's quite
1: Yes. Well, do you know what? I back so back then when I was 19 basically then that's when I started getting interest in personal development personal yeah. growth yeah before that I mean and I had a long way to go do you know what I mean like some people who are you know it's hard to put people sure. on pigeonhole people I mean but some people maybe brought up where you know people in around them are involved in business or you know or inspirational figures in their life you know it's nearly easier to to put around that culture but back home in Ballymena I didn't have models or there was no expectations on me okay. you know I would nearly say that my especially my mum my mum like loved me so much it was nearly like she'd have been proud if I did nothing mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it was nearly she was so soft I was like um I'll, she thought I was amazing if I did nothing, so then I just did nothing, do you know what I mean? But, um, so there's no expectation on me, sure. and that can be good and bad, but I mean, so I, I had no like, real... I would say even now, anything I've done in my life, it hasn't been like family putting any pressure on me. It's just like, to be honest, they any anything I do, they, they don't understand it, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's been um, so... If you remember the question,
0: I was saying in terms of recognizing yourself now and then. Oh yes, I, rem- I remember. Yeah, I
1: remember. But you know what? Back back then, I think I can remember my younger years. I was just full of fear hmm. all the time, and and like back, of fear of what? Ba- well, back then I didn't know what it was, and, and now I do. Um, I I was just was constantly anxious. But I never heard that word anxiety, I'd never heard people tell me fear, but I, I just had a like an, an anxiety about me. Do you know what I mean? It didn't have like a um, any real it was nearly as if I was living my life feeling anxious and fearful of life. Mm-hmm. For no reason. And I mean it wasn't stopping me doing everyday things or anything like that, but it was just wasn't a, it didn't the way I feel inside now is like joy and passion and peace for life and that but mm-hmm. back then I just feel like fear and worry and I didn't I didn't have a, an expectancy you know but then I also look back and I can see when I was younger I was doing stuff like car boot sales and I was always trying to be entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. I was doing there was lots of stuff like that and I mean um, yeah going to market stalls and doing all we random trying to do business things back then even though I don't know where I got it from sure. do you know what I mean now my uncle um, was only one of my family I knew was in business and even back then he was in business and I always admired him because I was like you know he's he's really pushing for more in life but he was the only person I knew was doing that you know yeah. so yeah um, yeah, when I look at myself, I can see myself radically change. But even to be honest, even if I look back a couple of years, I can see a big shift in myself. Like I said, the whole thing about you—you've know, only got today, mm-hmm. and it's not even living today as if oh, this is my last day on earth. But it's living with it's giving myself permission to enjoy myself to the fullest now without letting my mind think of all there is I need to grow or all there is I need to develop or all the things I need to learn it's like Alan you got now what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. and for me that excites me yeah. because I'm like do you know what I'm, I'm just going to utilise today do you have a plan? do you know what See, to be honest my so plan and goals is um, I've, I've some goals in life to be honest I know it's good to have goals and it's good to have dreams and ambitions and to write them down and I have done that but to be honest I um, I do not have like a 10 15 20 year plan my plan is now today mm-hmm. and keep going add value to people love people encourage people inspire people if I keep doing that I think Doors will open up, sure. you know. But now today, I can honestly say, I I am so passionate and happy with my life I, as if I've achieved all my goals. Sure. I've hit them all, yeah. you know, because now I'm living in a place where I feel so free and so so joyful about life. And it's like, I'm, i say I'm in a tension between wanting so much more for my life, but totally fine if I don't get it. Mm as long as I am living this here passion to
0: to help other people. It's a, it's a very... You have a very grounded way about you, you know, in a very present way, mm. you know, which is it's quite something for a young person, you know, you know, uh, and that's interesting, you know, and whether that's coming from the development or whether that's sort of within you.
1: To say to be honest, I think it's within me because what I've realised is a lot of... so when I said about reading another book and reading another podcast and, and always needing more, mm-hmm. I got to a place where I believed myself and how I felt about things more than um, following someone else's advice. So I am still hungry and passionate about learning, listen to loads of stuff and love that. But there's a place inside me that says, do you know what, Alan? You can't live your life by Tony Robbins' playbook, for example. Mm-hmm. You need to live it by your own playbook. True. And um, I find, that in, and also in personal development, when I was listening to stuff, a lot of times I was listening reading stuff. I was nearly as if I was doing it for other people, to tell other people or look at iLearn or just sharing it. And I was like, do you know Anything that I am learning at is for me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I, I said, so I've had a whole shift. And it's like, I, I want to I look at stuff in a different way that, I look at it and don't just accept it as this is the truth because I'm not seeking after a secret key that's going to open, open up my future. Mm-hmm. But it's, what I would look in now to change is, is there any bad attitudes I have? Is there any any, any way am I been judging people at all? So more it's more I'm looking at stuff totally different than I was before, sure. whereas before I was like, how can I be the best? How can I do this or how can I be that? But I mean, it's actually freed me up. Mm. But it's not that I've lost a drive for life, it's just coming from a totally different angle.
0: That's, wow, that's that's quite something. You know, it's not everyone would have that. You know, I, I mean, can you, I suppose, when people are trying to, to bring, uh, get themselves to a point, you know, where of being content in the now and being present, I mean, I mean, do you have any advice? I mean, any ideas I or? It's do you know what? It's probably
1: better just giving a wee bit of context. Me jumping into my story, kind of mm. more. How did I get from nineteen whatever to my age and what am I doing? So, at nineteen years old, I I, I had um. We'll just we'll just say from there. I had no qualifications mm. and um. I actually went back to tech and did some leisure and tourism course or some gimmicky course, but it was just to, for me, just get another year back, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, then 22, I found myself in Belfast working at this... Um, sales job, and these were the job, people called them chuggers, they were stopping people on the street, fundraisers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, everyone hated them. <laughs> I absolutely loved that job. I loved the challenge of trying to get them signed up for this charity and stopping them in the street. Which I mean, was it? Was it, it was, um, we did a couple of different ones. One was Action for Disability and Development, and one was the Cancer Fund for Children, I think it was. Mm. And, um, you know, it was one of them jobs where you were you're really trying to and it was quite aggressive sales role you know people yeah. hear it, you so you had to kind of say like can you give up a cup of coffee today yeah. but it was like i i just so i was doing it for maybe six months and I, and i get promoted where i was like um a team leader and taking the or training up people and then visit in different places in an Northern Ireland doing it and i absolutely loved it i mean mm-hmm. for me i was like i'm loving this job is it the sale or the interaction or what was it or what well, I think it was a sale hmm. I, and I became I, I became just like very competitive like I, I want to do even because you've just lit up yeah. I mean in terms of uh, your, your character it's just do you know what see sales like even when I have some my marketing business and some some um, clients I maybe have to go to a pitch or something for them hmm. I love that I am all over that like selling something I'm like yeah I want to do it and um so back then, 22, and um, I basically took a a, a flu. Like I'm never really sick, but I mean, it was like a flu or a cold, or whatever. And I was off work for a week. And um, the thing was, I wasn't feeling better from it, but I wasn't overly worried because I was never sick. It was just like this dragging out for ages. So this was before Christmas. And I'm back to work, you know, after the Christmas holidays. And I still wasn't feeling myself at all. And I just remember um, my boss saying to me, You look green, you need to go to the hospital or something. Because I was like, Yeah, I don't feel myself. Anyway, so when I check up, and the doctor says, Look, it's like a viral thing or something out there. Anyway, fast forward, a couple of months later, still wasn't better. Mm -hmm. And I was like, What on earth is happening? But because all it was was real, like, it was just like vertical, sort of. my balance was really off. So I wasn't overly concerned at the time. I was like, right, never had a virus. It lasts for, it can last probably six weeks or something, they said. And so I wasn't concerned about it, but so it was fine. But then what happened was six weeks was up and I was no better. And a longer story short, basically after it was a couple of months, I was like, right, I have to move home to Balamina because I do not know what's wrong with me. And that's when they started doing like, um, deeper tests, they were taking me a cancer centre they were just basically testing for everything because I was showing all these symptoms and they didn't know what was wrong mm-hmm. and um, for I got to the stage where I couldn't stand up in the shower um, most of the day I was bed bound and I um, just I think I was about nine stone i have to show you a picture of it I mean mm-hmm. it, was, it was bad like and um, so I didn't know what I was going to do with myself so I found myself at 22 years old living back at home with couldn't do the job I loved and just really couldn't do anything and didn't know what was wrong with me and after a while then they started saying you have chronic fatigue syndrome and you have post viral fatigue didn't really know what it was some people said oh maybe that's ME but basically they were all trying to put labels on it but I just wanted to know right this isn't something major and if it is find out you know yeah, yeah. And um, we nearly wanted a label for it. So we got there was chronic fatigue syndrome. I said, so I was glad that then I could see right. This is what I have. How am I going to deal with this? But I found myself. Seventeen months, I was practically most of the time housebound, bedbound, yeah. and I literally didn't get better. Believe it or not, until five years later. So I was—I—I I think I got better about 27, years. that's a long time sure, yeah. and um, do you know what there's loads of lessons in there too because I literally if I had that now I probably could have got better in six months you know and um, so I found myself uh, say 27 year olds no qualifications my previous history had been been sick for all these years and um, what am I going to do in my life sure you know what I mean? And um, I just thought to myself, what's amazing to me, which I think is so powerful, which I absolutely love, is when I go back and I look at my Amazon reading list when I was sick, mm-hmm. all the personal development books. I mean, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't laying in the house depressed or sad or anything like that. I was even though I was sick and my physical body can't do much, I am. Um, I actually was thinking to myself, I'm going to get better. Don't know how, but I was I was passionate in the to I'm getting better, you know. And um, just to dive in, in that one, there's 9,000 people in Northern Ireland had actually have this condition. Mm-hmm. But my what I was told was, so I had felt it physically in my body, and then some doctors and all had the feeling that AME and all was in people's mind. So for me, never been sick before, I thought, well, of course it's not in my mind because I feel physically sick. But what I realised over time and I wish, I wish I'd wish i realised quicker but because I'd been sick at home for so long and hadn't been outside even though it was in my body it quickly get into my mind mm, so when okay. I was going outside or trying to go outside and I was feeling weak and shaky and there was a lot of it was anxiety from being in the house okay. or you'd wake up in the morning and you would test your body how am I feeling today which usually people don't do that you know mm. so I got into lots of these habits but now, if I hadn't knew what I know now, I could have got that way quicker. There's literally people got this condition maybe for about 20 years longer, never got better. And the reason I think it is because you know it starts a physical illness, but because people who have it are so tight, this is physical. And when someone says maybe there's a mental attachment, people don't want their mental attachment, yeah. Um, but, um So, yeah, so uh, I finally got free from that. And I was just, that's why I was so passionate to do anything I wanted to do. So I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm I'm going to study. Hmm. You know what I mean? So I went and did, did an access course in business and. I can't even remember actually what it was, but was it? It was a three Belfast man and Ulster University was a credit, and so it was the like equivalent to three A levels. Okay. So I did it for a year. It was like a fast track, and then I went and did my degree, and I'm just about to finish off my masters now. Actually, so I went from no qualifications then to masters level, and the reason I did that wasn't because I thought I wanted to get a masters to get a job. Mm. It was because. I want to get it and I want to tell people you don't need it. Sure. And honestly, now I want to build a story because I thought these five la- these five years really are going to be a massive waste of time or this is going to be something I can usually say, do you know what, I was 27, no qualifications, I've been sick for five years, what's your excuse? Mm. You know, and it's not that people don't have it worse, but it's just like, do you know what, I believe it doesn't matter what you've been through or what's held you back. Um, that you can overcome it and not only overcome it what I found is that I feel I've nearly catapulted it forward mm-hmm. like some things that maybe like say for example if I had went to a traditional route and did a communication advertising degree uh 22 or whatever it was, and I worked in an advertising agency. Mm-hmm. I still wouldn't be in the position that I am now, which is working um, direct with big brands um, and working with advertising agency directors. You know, mm-hmm. you know, direct, and so for me, I've like, Do you know, what that wasn't wasted time. I don't, we don't understand it totally, but I, I am so glad that it happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because now I am so grateful, even for health you just even be able to stand up and be able to, to do normal things are you completely clear? 100% 100% better and do you know what my energy levels are always through the roof mm-hmm. do you know what I mean I'm a really energetic person and I guess do you know what it's, you obviously look
0: after yourself yeah you? yeah you're well kept
1: well do you know what it's made me passionate about health too so back then when I was trying to get better I was researching everything <laughs> sure. I was like what do I need for my body and I, oh yes I learned so much oh. so I, I really came from this person who was 22 years old who was working this job in Belfast which I mean I was excited about it and I was happy about it but I probably wouldn't have been happy for years upon years doing it sure. so it was like that little thing that cut me down or took me out really grew me as a person you know in so many ways and um, also so humbling in an amazing way. Because I mean, Mm. when you're 27, you're living with your parents, you have no qualifications, you're sick. I didn't feel a powerful person. Mm. I felt like, oh, I have nothing. But it was so freeing. Because feeling that you have nothing and that being okay, not that you're not going to try to have any more dreams or ambitions, but knowing that that's okay, that I know what it feels like to have that. And um, I think it makes me, actually it makes me a wee bit bolder if I had to say, take do or not run about just doing reckless, risky things. But if I had to do a business, say, if I got to a point where I had to do some business thing, it's like, right, you can lose everything here, mm-hmm. but you can win big. I might, I could be more tempted to go after everything mm-hmm. because I know that even when you have nothing in life, there's a real place of deep joy, there's a mm-hmm. place of passion. Do you know what? Um, I, I just, I think I've got to a place where I just think that it's not about what you, you get in life. It's good at going after big goals, but it's, it's more about who you are. Mm. You know, I, I could I could achieve lots, but be a horrible person to people, and that's why my passion is to impact people. Mm. You know, and I find is the more value, the more you can make someone's life better, then the more opportunities opens up.
0: Sure. And you take, you go back to I mean you you were saying your mother was incredibly supportive. Yes, no yeah, matter yeah. what you do, you know. And is there a, is there a connection there between the on the support side? Just curious. Um. Do you know what? Yeah, I think because she.
1: I mean, if I went said to my mum now that I'm gonna, I had some idea to do whatever. Like I know she's gonna say, "That's great, Alan. Oh, that sounds great. It could be a terrible idea, <laughs> yeah. you know." But that's just the way she is. Yeah. Um. So I guess it's because uh, I know some people growing up. I mean, they're they are achievers, their families achievers. There's a lot of pressure on them. Mm. But I felt no pressure. But I mean, I'd say that the no pressure at the start. Um. Just made me do nothing do you know what I mean there wasn't there wasn't any real drive at all but I also like that I've you know came from that environment like I mean it's a low income family no one in my family like, um, like my mum my and dad divorced my dad was an engineer my mum my mum actually she's a, a stay at home mum because we had th- three kids and then she just decided to stay at home mm-hmm. but also my mum dive into a story quickly she basically was Given six weeks to live, she was given six weeks to live. Her lung with collapsed, and she had—I know she had a lot of tumours, and um, that, really, really bad. Cancer? Yeah, cancer. Yeah. Yes, this yeah. was tw- about maybe twenty-five years ago. Okay. I mean, when treatment all was terrible, she gave them six weeks to live, like I said, and she had a she had a miraculous recovery, hundred wow. percent better. Like she hadn't been sick ever since. Um. So I mean, even so, that maybe ties into also where I was really grateful for life and also really inspired when I was sick. I was like, "Well, do you know what? If my mom can better of cancer, I'll find a way out of this." Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, I think my mum's had a better bit impact on me the way. I, I mean, even she, It's like, she hasn't had, she hasn't had major um, goals in her life. But what she has done is the last maybe I think, at least ten years. She's out to the Philippines every year, feeding street kids. Oh, wow. You mean know, out the dump sites and all. So I've seen footage and all that. So I mean, seeing seeing the stuff that she does and how, as like she doesn't have these lofty goals, but the way she treats people is a massive example to me. You know, Absolutely. because no one would say, "Oh, Valerie's achieved so much, or, she's amazing." They'd say, "Flip, she would do anything for you." Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Or it's more about how she would make other people feel, which is how I want to be. I want people to know that he made me feel a certain way. Or if sure. I meet someone, they're not like, who's that guy's name again? I've done something or connected with in such a way that they'll remember me, you know? Sure. In terms
0: of, I mean, you know, is theres there... Is there I mean, in terms of famous people or other people, I mean, you you mentioned Derek there in terms of being a very significant person in your life. Yes. And you know, your mother as well. And, yes. And, and you know, is there anyone else you, you know of or you think of? Um. Famous or otherwise. They've two. They were two two big drivers in my
1: life. Like um, or two um, impact my mind. I went to a Tony Robbins event two years ago, and you know, I would say it had a big impact in my life. Mm. Also, because it was it was seeing it was seeing somebody who I maybe read about in books, or it was my actually I think it was my first personal development event ever actually mm. like that yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was experiencing all see, seeing what it was all about, meeting people who were really hungry for life, mm-hmm. and you know what it did it did inspire me to another level because I was like Do you know what there's so many people in the world who want so much more. Mm. But it also made me, funny enough, step back and take that point as, do you know what, when you go to an event like that, you come back and you come back refreshed and excited. But then there's all of this, I have to go to this other event. I'll have to do this or I'll have to do that. And I was like, no, do you know what, I am knocking down that there rabbit hole that's all I've got and that's where I started that's where I started thinking do you know what everything I've got from that event if it was or here's a thing I like saying right? if say today we burn all the books in the world and all the CDs and all the personal development and YouTube didn't exist who would you be today? Hmm. and that's the way I like living so it's not that I don't want to learn or don't want to grow or that, but it's hmm. like do you know what Alan? you're not going to fly halfway around the world going to Tony Robbins events even though it would be amazing today I'm not saying I go to any of them but don't make that be the excitement of your life sure. or don't make that be that you're only going to start being an amazing person or you're only going to start trying to go to another level once you do that. Do mm-hmm. it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that had been impacted me in that way because it seemed like I stayed in touch with some people who were there and they felt that they needed to go to two or three other events before they could start their business, before they could try this and you know um, I mean anything I've done to be honest I've I've always in the opportunities not knowing
0: mm.
1: and, and, and learning and stepping out and just being honest with people just telling them the levels that I do what I do know and what I don't know and learning the skills I don't and I find that in the personal development circles it, it can nearly um, it can nearly limit you in the sense that you um, if you listen to this stuff and always feel that you need more and not implement which I was doing for years I was mm. reading all these books and never doing anything about it mm. and always felt I needed another book or another podcast or whatever so yeah Tony Robbins had the impact on me yes it was powerful and I learned so much but also me think you know what I'm not going to go on to the personal development um, rat race because um, mm. I think there's a rat race of life and then there's also a personal development rat race sure. and you could feel that you need everything and I just feel that People are powerful now. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean like you're powerful who you are today and yes, five, ten years time you you be there's different levels and you can do and all this stuff. And uh, what I the way I like to see people is because I know that say for example, somebody becomes a millionaire or whatever, and then people start respecting them they look up to them. But what happens six months before that person was a millionaire or you know, were they not as powerful? Mm. And what I like to see is that there's there's hidden power within people. Sure. And um, sometimes it, it's unfortunate, like people, it seems as if people, so that's why I think it's amazing you're doing this podcast, because mm. there's some incredible people you'll bring on, and they might not have all these titles, they might not do this, but you do not know what they've got inside. Mm. You know, and I, I, I love that. Um, yeah. And I like seeing people before they've hit success, mm-hmm. you know, because you you see it in them, and then they get that level, and you're not surprised.
0: Well, um, back to that. What, I mean, when we say them far in the belly, I mean, and you you talk about these people. What is it? Can you can you describe it in a few words or a word? Or is there anything jumps out at you?
1: I I think for but these people, you mean when I you kind of see yeah, it in them.
0: Yeah. So I mean, if you say far in the belly, I mean, what is there another word you can use to to, to describe that? What they have the.
1: Do you know what I, I? would say for me anyway, or what or what I see when I think people they're going to do really well, if someone's going to do really well is when they're when they're free in themselves, okay. and they're not they're not harding themselves, not judging themselves, and they're going after something. Because I, I think for me when I one of the things I live about is trying not to judge myself mm-hmm. or other people, mm-hmm. and it makes me feel free. Yeah. Because if I'm if I'm not in my own head. And I'm present. That's powerful. Okay. Most people are in their own head. So if you see someone, that's why people like um, someone who maybe dress a bit crazy or they dye their hair a crazy colour. Like I, I like talking to them. They're cool. Mm-hmm. But it's their freedom that attracts people. And there's a lot of people who aren't free today. And um, there's a lot of people who are rich or they're very smart, but they're not free. Mm-hmm. You know, I think having that internal freedom is is is
0: powerful. This is going to be quite a personal question. No, that's fine. I feel free, but. Do you like yourself? Yes. Yes.
1: And do you know what? Honestly, mm-hmm. it's not, I, I might come across wrong saying this, but I literally don't judge myself. Sure. Okay. You know I mean? I'm like, um, I really like myself because, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I'm don't. not hard on myself. Okay. You know? So if I, if I did something wrong, I'd be like, um, I would learn from her. I'm not one of these people who would be, beat themselves up or be, be hard on myself at all um so yeah i do and I, I think that only by liking yourself i think a lot of times you, how, how you treat yourself you'll treat other people mm-hmm. do you know I means if i wasn't liking myself there, there's no point in me thinking i'm going to give any value to anyone else because i'm not i'm going to start judging them the same way as i judge myself sure. you know so yeah i i think that's i think a freeing thing for me is is not to always go internal and in your head and all. Just try, try to be present now.
0: Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Now, you said that, you know, you could have... You're going back in, in, in terms of your the uh, chronic fatigue. Um, you're saying you could have got better in six months if you had a known... Yes. Then what you know now.
1: Yes, I, and I can explain that. The, the reason being is because I... So, someone... I heard somewhere... I don't know where it was at, but someone said they had. Um, I don't. I wish I even remember the question. They had. They had. They were sick for six weeks. I can't even remember what you call it. But they were glandular fever. Yes, they were sick for glandular fever, and they pa- mm-hmm. mentioned a passing common. I was in the house for about six. weeks maybe I was in the house for six weeks. it mean, we must be something And they said when they started going outside again, that they felt all weird and like their balance was off, and the sounds and all was too loud. And I thought my goodness they've been in the house for six weeks and they noticed that, how much more me mm. and then what I started thinking was, Do you know what maybe, maybe um, half of this condition now is me being anxious and fearful of being outside and you know, just adjusting so yeah, so what I was doing was I was sitting back waiting to get better and with that sort of condition, you're never getting better. You're sitting back. So I only started getting better when I started pushing myself. Yeah. So one the sim- so you felt really weak was the symptoms and really like vertigo. But when I got when I literally got to the point where I was like, I don't really care if I faint, because mm. before it was like, oh, you better sit down, you better relax, or you're going to faint. And I got a point where it's just like, do you know what? I'm done caring. Mm. And it was literally. I literally got to the place where I was like, I'm going to push my body and it's either, it's either going to kill me or am going to get better. I was, so, And I meant that I was so like driven. I was like, I'm going to push this body. It's been too long. Because so I was like, how many years is this going to be on for? And um, But yeah, if I, had, if, I had, if I knew that you know that you don't sit back and relax to try to get better from this, it's, it's not like the flu or something. I mean, you need to push your body. And it's crazy. There's like a quarter of a million people in the UK have have that condition
0: and what I mean you know do you you have to see the dark before you see the light I mean is is that something I mean do you know what I I think
1: no I think people like I I spoke to a few people who had it and I was able to you know kind of give my perspective on it and you know and help I think it's one of them things that people who kind of have a condition they they nearly don't listen to anyone outside who hasn't experienced it oh they don't understand you know and I'll say a thing that really helped me get better as well was I joined some um, support group I was like finding out all about it and my first thing to get better was I left that support group I didn't want to talk to anyone who was sick I was like do you not want to hear it because it was like what I realise is, it's like when you're hearing about these people who are sick or not, it nearly makes it okay that you are too. Or nearly or, or, or got on these daft stuff where someone would have just said they're sick and someone they be. I was in a competition, which I wasn't in that competition. <laughs> 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 but yeah, clear myself away from anyone was sick. Mm-hmm. And that's why, see, to be honest, I, I mentioned this once before. Um, like, you know, that other podcast that I, I mentioned that my But see, apart from that, literally, nobody knows my backstory. Mm. I literally didn't talk about it for years because I was, um, I wanted, I didn't want to hold me back or I didn't want people to know I was sick for five years because mm. I thought I might stop getting work or I might stop me getting uni or anything, I didn't know. But it just, uh, it was like, I kind of felt, I suppose I felt like, whoa, I'm a, a lot older and I can't explain why... Or, I used to think I could achieve so much more by this age mm. and then and then the sort of thing is who cares you know what I mean who cares By age why, why are you judging yourself on this and it's amazing and that's why I said about the whole catapult thing I think some people are too hard on themselves on their current age where they don't know in, in six months time they could literally have what they believe they couldn't have in ten years' time. Mm. That makes sense. So I mean, as you, you can go through periods of your life where you can be really fast tracked. But I think in the moment, some people are so hard in their current condition, and that's what I've learned not to do. Not to judge where who I am come today. that I mean,
0: that, thats sort of belief, and, and, I mean, is
1: it from probably just from being stuck for them years, for mm. being stuck, mm. uh, from being stuck and being powerless and being having nothing, um, and then to be honest, like I didn't say this, but I mean, from so I was, a, I was a picture of sickness. I mean, nice like, nine stone now. But when I got better, I thought I want to be a picture of health. So mm-hmm. I was like maybe 28. But I literally, believe it or not, I I signed up to a modeling agency a year after I was buried. Mm-hmm. I went from sick bed to catwalk within a year. I did loads of billboard stuff. Lo- I did loads of like TV extra. I did loads of stuff, which ultimately ended up me getting into marketing. But I only did that, not because I, I definitely didn't think it was some sort of model, but I, I felt like, oh, I'm the picture of sickness, you know what I mean? I wanted to, want to have, like I said, I wanted to have that story to share. I wanted to transform it. But it was, it was one thing led to another. I couldn't orchestrate it. It was like I did a, a charity catwalk thing and end up one thing led to another. It was, it was this strange progress of events. And actually... Then I was, I did a shoot for Clockwork Orange and then their digital media manager moved to Ulster Rugby and asked what PR companies we could do work for. And that's actually was my first introduction to my marketing business. That's when I set up. So it was that there got me a fast track introduction and I set up my business. So it wasn't planned, mm. you know, and then that's why it's like, I, I do 100% believe you should set goals and you should do all that stuff, but literally, honestly, most of the time I don't do it. I have a goal as a person I want to be. Sure. Um, I have a goal person I want to be, and I think I am that today. Yeah. us. And I, I want to improve and develop on it. But um, yeah, I think so many things can open up for you you can never dream or imagine.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fully uh, fully agree with that. I come back. I mean. Fire in the belly, or, or whatever it is, you know, you you, you talk about it as a as a freedom or. A,
1: yes. You know, so fire in the belly, I think, is do you know what? Just enjoying life, having mm. a real joy and passion for life. Do not judging yourself. Mm. My fire in the belly is like um, positivity, and it's not this here false positivity that you like, um, like nothing is negative happening in the world. But I mean, find what I am really good at is a bad situation. Thinking it could be worse, and, uh, and and finding a real like, not just trying to wash it off where we land. Oh, it could be worse because they don't like ab. I mean, a real like, do you know what? It's not that bad. Sure. A real, and um, that's also something that I've I have to say I've, I've learned off my uncle, and um, because things be going wrong a business or something I mean, he, he, he got a he got a brand new car and it was really really nice and. Um, Someone hit the side of it, and I mean, his reaction to it was he wasn't even that fussed, wasn't he? he didn't care about it, but he was mm-hmm. like, "Ah, we'll get it fixed." And I love that sort of attitude sure. rather than um, <laughs> dramatising stuff. you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. So for me, I, I'm nearly a person I would say people could come to with any issue or any problem. I like I think that I I'll handle stuff really well. It's not that yeah. bad. You know, it's fine. We'll sort it. And um, so my findability is enjoying life now. Mm-hmm. Yes, being super ambitious. Yes, going after big dreams. And, you know, I encourage people to do that. But also just enjoy today while you're going after it. Because when you get your dreams and goals and you'll probably look back and think I should have enjoyed it more or I should have enjoyed that struggle a bit more or, I should have handled that person or maybe not been so mean to that person because now I'm here in my goal in life and for 10 years I've, I've been horrible to people mm. you know and then I think that's when people aren't reaching their goal or reaching their goals but a uh, big cost you know so honestly I would say my, my, my USP is my, my passion, you know, you, you won't get me in one mid one day and another week shift is like, sure. he's motivated, passionate and driven and uh, that, that is my USP as a person but I think it's came about from going through that there really tough situation but also just, you know, knowing that um, life's exciting.
0: That's an amazing shift. I mean, you talked about anxiety through your teenage years. You talked about, you know, you know, the, the chronic fatigue and, and, and all that. Yes. And the person you are today, I mean, I've, I've obviously, I've known you a relatively short period of time. And as you say, you've never been anything but passionate, energetic and enthusiastic and all the rest. You know, it's, it's, it's like it is two different people. Yeah, 100%, 100%. You know. And 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 looping back, I, mean, I suppose with with fire in the belly, I mean, do you think it's something people are born with? Is it something you get? Is it something? I mean, could you could you teach someone?
1: I think if you like the way Derek spoke them words, anyway. I think if, if you speak words into someone's life, I think you, you could light something up in them. Because yeah. as I felt when he did, when he said you're a leader, I didn't know what I understood, but. I'm sure you're it, it, yeah. it. Yeah, it, it impacted me. Or and, and even that there thing about the door and not reaching high, it stuck in my mind. Even though straight away I didn't start implementing them things, mm. but it stuck with me. You know, so I, I definitely think you can inspire or you can light it up in people a fire in the valley. But I do think a lot of people aren't passionate about things. Mm. And that's probably because they're either too hard on themselves or they're judging themselves, and they're not giving themselves breathing space. They light that fire within themselves.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, yeah, I think de- definitely someone someone can kinda encourage it and inspire it in you. But I think to I think that fire it depends what it is. But I mean, I think that fire inside yourself. I mean, people can find their their confidence lost or things knocked out of them in life. And that's why I think they need that fire needs to be grounded in a lot of these things like being grateful or you know mm-hmm. just enjoying life because I think some some people have a fire in the belly for massive dreams but you can tell now they're just scurrying through life until mm-hmm. they're getting mm-hmm. it so the fire might be driving them but mm-hmm. it's nearly they're nearly losing themselves in the yeah. fire you yeah. know
0: but do you I mean do you have a do you have a tradition or do you have a, a method of actually Getting yourself in mindset, or I mean, you, you say you're you're in a constant mindset. Of, yes. In a good so, place. um,
1: like, so I I, I referred before to the Tony Robbins event, and there's a lot. Of, there was lots of what he says you should do in the morning, and um, there was a group of ones I was talking to, and like they were all saying they were doing this stuff. Are you doing it, Alan? I was like, no. Like, why? And I said, because I, I don't like the sound of it. And they were surprised. They go, why don't you just prime in the morning right there? And I'm like, because I don't want to. Yeah. You know, so. I literally like I I do some stuff I like like I I like taking cold charge I mean because it's a real mental toughness for me I'm like yeah I'm doing this Um, so I do some wee things that I enjoy doing but to be honest Mm -hmm. a lot of the things I've learned in personal development that that, um, you should do I'm a bad person because I don't do them Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: I felt that I I've tried a lot of the stuff but I didn't feel any joy in it I felt I was trying to become this superhuman, but I needed to do all this stuff to do it. Mm. So I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm me, and that's, that's that's who I'm going to be. You know what I mean? so I, I find the more, the more I can free myself up just to, you know, not put expectations on myself to do all this stuff, to fire myself up, that I, I can just be happy. And I find that, do you know what, when people put a lot of expectations on themselves, they have to do this, they have to do this, tick all these boxes before mm-hmm. they're feeling, yes, I'm ready for that there. Just, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Go as you are. And I find for me that that's what makes me feel a lot of freedom. So I think in some ways, I'm one of them people that, when people ask the question, say, in personal development, I'm probably giving all the wrong answers. Do you know what I mean? But I it's feel true. it's working so, for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's not tradition. but all them things I said, I still believe in them all. Sure. And it's not as if I think I'm an exception to that rule. But for me, I've just found that I'm I'm really happy in myself when I'm
0: feeling I'm being true to myself. You know, that's that's. I mean, that that in itself is massively powerful. You know, it, it it's trying to you know it's, it's the inspiring and getting people going in that way as well. You know, and and that's where. Yeah, you know, there's different people, do
1: it. Yes, I think for me, my my. So I think how I am, how I am today is because I've through a lot of tough stuff. Sure. You know, I think that's that's really developed. I am to, and I think, you know, to be honest, a lot of people don't have a fire in the belly, but it's a lot of times it's because they're getting it too easy. You know, mm-hmm. everything's too comfortable. I mean, the word even graduate, people saying graduate, and no one knows when they've needed it to be grateful, or you know. I mean, they don't. It's mm-hmm. like so. There's a lot of buzzwords and personal development these days that, like, so when I think of gratitude, when I literally think back of me being sick in bed, and I'm thinking, "Oh my goodness, I flipping can do stuff now." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's real. I can connect it, and I think that people need to be able to connect. They need to be able to connect. Gratitude to maybe something that went through, or even looking at other places in the world, or thinking like, "Do you know what? I need to start being gravel. And I think that creates a real fire in people. Yeah, a lot of people just going through life and just no real passion for anything. Mm. And maybe it's because it's too easy. Like it's nearly like my mum was so caring, and she thought I, anything Alan does do is, is, is great. So I was just walking along, I'm great, and doing nothing you know and back then I, I wouldn't had gratitude or wouldn't even knew what it was or just had no ambitions but I mean it was I think like I said that when I had that turning point it really inspired me Or even, even a couple of years before that I was actually interested in personal development but yeah fire, I absolutely love that's why I love what you're doing I love meeting people who have a fire in the belly because mm-hmm. they're infectious because mm-hmm. you don't see them everywhere and if you did you know <laughs> <laughs> Did you be too busy high fiving all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because when you do meet someone like that, I just you love it. Hmm. You know, and um,
0: it sounds like your mother had a not uh, obviously a different illness, but your mother had a similar journey. You know, in terms of her. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, her,
0: that that that's phenomenal, and even your own recovery it's phenomenal. But both of. Your know, your mothers come out very level and, and yourself and yes. extremely level yeah 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 you know very present and energetic. It's 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 an amazing journey, you know. Yeah, but
1: so and I and I would honestly say, so even saying my my family, I am not like them at all. Like mm. they're all quite like chilled out, like not, no no real ambitions for life, just going through life. And that was like all oh, my wider family in Ballymena It was like there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. So. When I came to Belfast and all, like everything was so new. Mm. Do you know what I mean? as I, I, I think nowadays, people are it's amazing the way people are even hearing about personal development so young, or there mm. all these opportunities. Where I feel like I had a massive journey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, even to get to the person I am today. So it was like if I think if I think back if my goals back then was even to be here, I am now I'd be very happy sure. I'd be like even going like I'm the first person in my family to ever go to university mm-hmm. well. you know what I mean whereas so what it's made me realise is now i Belfast I'm around all these people She and all these people are very successful and it can be easy to be thinking like Whoa! Look at they're doing this is amazing, and mm. and or or even watching, say like different uh, world famous personal development people. You can so easily look up to them and think, whoa! Look at they're doing. But then you, you can lose how far you've came yourself. You sure. know. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I came from Balamena where I was walking about, didn't have a clue about my life. This is amazing now. Enjoy mm. it, and um, I think it's been so, so. It's been so good for me to you know want to remind myself of that. Sure.
0: Let's in terms of are you where you want to be at the moment or have you more you want to do do you know what I've I, I know there's so much
1: more in me you mm-hmm. know and to be honest my my worst thing about so I'm involved in marketing but the thing I don't do is I do not promote myself do you know what I mean I do mm-hmm. not I do not like try to get myself um out there enough which is fine because I, I enjoy promoting other people and other business and stuff. Why but, is that fine? Because it's a very it's, um, a, it's a very mediocre word to use. Well, I think for for yeah, it is a mediocre word. A, I'm going to call you on that. Now, yeah. I um, well, I mean I will put it I'll say this here in, in the personal development space I feel I have a lot to give. Mm-hmm. I say I have huge uh, load to give in my story and, and just I mean but now I've no ambition to do that now but I mean down down the line and I mean maybe I can move into that space I know I want to inspire people but I feel that I'm on a journey now where I've way more chapters in my story to Mm -hmm. write you know like the transformation I have now I honestly feel I'm in first gear and you're only getting started once you finish this master's this year summer I'm like right now now I want to put the foot down and see what else happens Mm. but from that place of enjoying now like I said I'm I'm happy where I am now but it's like I think don't settle or don't relax Mm. you know so and I I enjoy what I'm doing I enjoy um, building brands I enjoy like supporting businesses or I enjoy all the work I do to be honest it doesn't even feel like work I really really love it but then there's another side of me thinking do you know what um, you want to inspire more people too you sure. know what I mean mm. how do you learn how do I learn do you mean how, what do I are you a reader are you oh, visual are you talker are you I Canistaric, you know, what is it All the all the different I, I love it all. I love reading. You know, I wasn't into it for, I wasn't into it for a while. Like I just I was one of the ones where I was like, I have no time to read. I was just listening to audiobooks and all. But I do love reading best. Um but some podcasts, some audiobooks, and I go through stages where I'm like, I nearly I would say I'm nearly listening to too much, I nearly get too addictive and then I need to pull myself away I'm like, <laughs> right, I'll just chill out. Um so yeah, podcast Books, not so much video actually. I'm usually uh, say podcasts are probably most of it at the minute. But then I would have two books and to go with that, but I would, I'd be reading them so slow. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So probably podcast is the, the best way at the moment because you can do can you do other things at the same time? I love that. It's
0: mm. a real mix. I mean, you, you talk about you know reading. But you're saying very much on the listening and then obviously your business being in the creative and the pictorial and, yes. the, and the visual
1: side. Yes, 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 yes. You know, so it's
0: a real interesting to see all your strengths there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, um, and and do you have mentors? Do you... Do you
1: know what? I actually don't. Hmm. I know I should have a mentor. I'm told I should have a mentor. But do you know what? I would say... The books. I am one of these people who I'm like, I am open for everyone correcting me. I'm like, tell me all, all the shit I need to know, you yeah, know? Mm-hmm. I'm not against that. But just at present at the moment, you know, I I would, um, I can't say I'm actively looking for a mentor or that, but I think I, I work with some people who I am inspired by or I nearly, I would be very observant. So nearly I could learn something from people by them not directly mentoring me, right. if that makes sense. But I mean, no, I'm I'm not, I'm not at the moment. I I think I, w- I would definitely recommend the mentor, and I would definitely feel that I would get one. But it's nearly knowing who and what for. Sure. You know, yeah. whereas if I had a mentor and they're saying, right, Alan, I want you to write your goals out every morning and do this here, I but then I'd probably be like I'd be like, that's not really me. And they're like, no, but you need to do it. And I don't yeah. know if, you know, I, f- I feel that I need it would be more. I would get a mentor on. I want to achieve something, sure. and they've experienced in that area, and mm-hmm. they're and and they're going to say, all right, you need to do this, and step by step. I love that sort of thing. Yeah, and I think my real strength is strategy. Um, I find even the marketing space there's, there's a lot of fluff and a lot of people telling people all these things you don't need to really do and getting caught up. Where I've I've more streamlined. I'm like, this is the only thing you need to do. Sure. You know. Um, so, I'd be very strategic, I think, about getting a mentor as well. It's like, I need to know, I think it's good, there's a lot of stuff you can do around visualising and, and writing goals down. Um, and I am I think that's great, but I've also a heavy leaning towards the practical side. Like, what steps can we actually go through here? And we'll know if we've, we've hit it or not. Sure. Um,
0: pleasure and pleasure. What's your. Do you know what? I
1: sound a wee bit geekish and I love reading a lot but that—that that is what I do when I am uh, uh, when I am getting some downtime. I do work quite a wee a bit but I mean, do you know what? I've, I've said to you before, hot yoga is one of my new passions. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely love that. I, I love trying stuff that makes my body feel good. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but I am... Um,
0: well, that makes sense. I mean, time yes, back to your illness, really. Yeah,
1: definitely do. So, I mean, I like, I like exercising. I like hanging out with friends. Just all your general stuff. I have no crazy hobbies or anything I like doing. But do you know what? I absolutely love Belfast. Mm. I have to say that. I, do. I was going to say I like traveling a bit. But do you know what? I, anywhere I travel, I, it makes me think, do you know what? We live in an amazing city mm. with so much opportunity. And, and the people and the food and everything, like I'm a real big fan of Belfast.
0: Mm-hmm. And obviously you've been to Belfast, yeah. massively successful, and the vegan map as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's great. No, listen, I think it's been, it's been great talking to you today, uh, going through, obviously, listening about your, your passions and your drives, you know, I think that the key ones you, you know, really came there, joy, passion, and positivity, seem to be... A uh, sort of reoccurring theme for you there, you know?
1: Yeah, it is right. Let's put it
0: out there. So, listen, thank you very much indeed. Really appreciate your time today, and we'll talk again soon.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Pete. It's been okay. a pleasure.
0: Thank you. Well, that was another great episode of Fire in the Belly. Do you know, this really wouldn't be possible without our great guests taking the time to share their personal journeys. And by the way sometimes it is personal. It's an absolute pleasure to have that, and then to hear the journeys that the people have been on. We've loads more episodes coming up soon and it's always a pleasure to have guests on. If you do happen to know anyone with true fire in their belly, please reach out to us so we can share their journey, lessons and successes. So all that's left to say is have a great day, live with fire in your belly and be the mightiest version of you.